Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm praying that this morning the Lord will fill us with his power and with his presence in the name of Jesus. I want us to begin to worship the name of the Lord. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's begin to give him glory. Father, we worship you this morning. We exalt your name because you are the king of kings. Because you are the Lord of lords. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise because it is a beautiful day. We give you honor. We give you adoration for waking up, uh, waking us up to see this beautiful day. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We worship you. For every member of our family, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration this morning. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. Father, we magnify your name this morning. We thank you for protection. We thank you for provision. We thank you for, people, for, for, for providing for all our needs. Father, we worship you. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you honor. We thank you for the salvation of our soul. Father, we say be glorified in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your loving kindness unto us. Lord, be glorified and be exalted. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to go before God this morning and ask for his mercy. We are going to open our mouth and say, Father, Lord, I'm here again in your presence. Be merciful unto me. This morning, let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 2, verse 13, the Bible said the mercy of the Lord triumph over judgment. Father, Lord, this morning, let your mercy triumph over every judgment against my family, against my life in the name of Jesus. Lord, be merciful unto me. If there's any way I've sinned against you, Lord, be merciful. Forgive me all my sins. Cleanse me from all all my unrighteousness in the name of Jesus. Let your mercy prevail for me today in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, open the windows of heaven unto us in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, let every mountain melt before us this morning in the name of Jesus. Let the powers of the wicked be subdued before us by your mercy, O God, in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, let each and every one of us have a personal encounter with you this morning in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, let every chains be broken in the name of Jesus. Let the powers of the enemy be destroyed in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, fight our battle for us today in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, let me be purged and be cleansed this morning. In the name of Jesus, let every filthiness of the spirit, soul, and body be removed by the power of the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus, purify me. 
blood of Jesus sanctify me this morning. Let every satanic mark be removed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, Maleke Posuda, the blood of Jesus, cancel every program, cancel every prediction against my life. In the name of Jesus, let me be sanctified. Let me be purged by the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every finished work of the enemy, Lord, this morning, destroy them by the power of the blood of Jesus. Let your blood speak better things for us as we go out today. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you this morning that the blood of Jesus will speak better things for you. In the name of Jesus, where the enemy has spoken condemnation against you, I pray that that blood of Jesus will speak for your justification. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood, every evil prophecy, every evil predictions, every evil programs against your life, against your career, against your business, against your family, by the power and the blood of Jesus, I command them to be canceled this morning. In the name of Jesus, as you go out this morning, the Lord will be with you. You are marked for protection. You are marked for preservation from all evil, from all danger. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will go with you this morning. The Lord will fight your battles for you. In the name of Jesus, every enemy that are after your life, this morning the Lord will deal with them. In the name of Jesus, Almighty Father, we thank you because I've answered our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. This morning, by the grace of God, I'll be starting with us a new series for our Sunday prayers. A new series, just for the Sunday morning prayers. And I've titled it, The Battle is the Lord's. The Battle is the Lord's. We just finished one series uh, from the book of 2 Kings chapter 6, from verse 1 to 7. Uh, we have considered so many topics on that. Uh, that uh, passage of scripture, but this morning we are starting a new one, a new series titled The Battle is the Lord. The Battle is the Lord. The book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 31. The Bible says, What then shall we say to these things? This is a question Paul was asking. Say, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is on our side, who can be against us? I want you to know that if God is on your side, and if you are on the side of God, you are a winner. I say you are a winner. Over that sickness, you are a winner. Over that court case, you are a winner. Over that career battles, you are a winner. In the name of Jesus. And the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 13, 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 13, the Bible says, Who is he who will harm you? If you become followers of what is good. And because you are followers of God, you are also a followers of what is good. And the Bible says, who is it that will harm you? I want to know, I want you to know that no power can harm you. No devil can touch you. Because you are followers of God. In the name of Jesus. And the book of Romans, the book of Psalm 18 verse 39. The Bible says, for thou hast guarded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. I want to prophesy to somebody that every power rising up against you, whether in your dream or your career, or rising up against your children, rising up against your ministry, I pray this morning that God will subdue them. In the name of Jesus. I said God will subdue them. In the name of Jesus. The book of Psalm 24 verse 8. 
Psalm 24 verse 8, the Bible says, Who is this king? Of, who is this king of glory? And the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. And that's why this, you know, for, for couples of weeks, we are going to be considering that, that new series titled The Battle is the Lord's. And whatever you are going to right now, I, want, I don't want you to get discouraged because the time for you to be delivered has come. The time for God to fight your battle has come. So we are going to be considering the battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord. But just for this morning, for the sake of this morning prayer, uh, I, I'm going to be teaching us on this uh, topic, which is under the battles is, uh, the, is, is the Lord series. Uh, the topic for this morning is going to be God who sees. God who sees. And I'm, I will be taking my text from 2 Kings chapter 6, from verse 8 to 14. God who sees. I want to read. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel, and he consulted with his servant. Look at that. He consulted with his servant. I want you to underline consulted. And he consulted with his servant, saying, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware, I want you to underline, Beware, that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. Thus, he warned him. I want you to underline, warned. Thus, he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Thank God for that king of Israel, he was a, he was a king that was wise. He was a prudent king. He abide by the warnings given to him by the prophet. You know, how many battles many of us would have overcome. If only we can obey. If only we can abide by the word of God. You know, if only we are going to pay attention to the warnings that God has been given to us. Let me go, let me go to verse 11. Therefore, the heart of the king of Israel was greatly, uh, the, therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled. By this thing, and he called his servant and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? Because this king find out that every time he plants something against the king of Israel, you know, something always happened, and you know, that plan doesn't always work out. And he thought maybe there is an insider that was feeding, you know, information about their plans to the king of history. And look at what one of the servants said in verse 12. And one of the servants said, none, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet, who is in history, tells the king of history the words that you speak in your bedroom. Thank God for men of God that can see. Thank God for prophet that can see. I pray for you this morning. The Lord will open your spiritual eyes. In the name of Jesus. I said the Lord will open your spiritual eyes. In the name of Jesus. You will begin to see into the realm of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Look at verse 13. So he said, go and see where he is. That I may send and get him. And it was told him, saying, Surely he is in Dothan. Verse 14. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. Look at that. You know, the, the king of Syria, just because he wanted to arrest Elisha, the Bible says he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. I pray for you this morning. All those who are planning to attack you, 
maybe during the night time, all those who are coming with chariots and horses from the kingdom of darkness, I pray that tonight the Lord will destroy them. In the name of Jesus. Don't forget, we are, we are considering what I've titled, The Lord Who Sees. I want you to know that the God we serve is a God that sees. He knows everything. He sees everything. And that's why one of the name of God is Omniscience. Omniscience means he knows all things. He knows all things. He's a God that sees. The book of Psalm 115 verse 5, the Bible says, They have mouth, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. Look at that. All the idols, all the idols that the, some of the kings of this world that, that they trusted in. The Bible says they have eyes, but they cannot see. They have mouth, but they cannot speak. But the God that we serve is a living God. Is a God that can see. In fact, Psalm 94 verse 11 says, The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. He even knows our thoughts. He knows what we are thinking about. Even before we say it out, he knows it. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 11. The Bible says, Hell and destruction are before the Lord. How much more than the heart of the children of men? Even hell, as big as it is, you know, hell and destruction are before the Lord. God sees what is going on in hell. You know, he knows, he knows what is going on. He knows it. He knows, he, he has full knowledge about it. And the Bible says, if he knows what is going on in hell, how much more the heart of the children of men. He knows what is in the heart of men. The book of Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10. The Bible says, hide the Lord, I search the heart. Look at that. I try the reins, even I, to give to every man according to his way and according to the fruit of his doing. I want you to know that because God can see the heart, God knows, uh, you know, he knows our thoughts. And that's why when, he, when God, whenever God will judge any man, he will judge them not based on what they have done, but, even, but based on the motive with which they do it, based on their intention, based on the thoughts of their heart, you know, before they do those things, because it's a God that sees. And I want you to bear that in mind, that the God we serve, he has an eye that can see. The book of Psalm 121 verse 4, the Bible says, Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep, because God always watches over us. He neither sleeps nor slumber. And that's why I want you to be rest assured that there's nothing the enemy is planning against you. There's nothing any powers of darkness is planning against you that will work. Because we serve a God that neither slumber nor sleep. In fact, in Genesis chapter 16, Genesis chapter 16 verse 13, Agar was saying this, And she called the name of the Lord who spoke unto her. Thou God seest me. Look at that. Thou God seest me. For she said, Have I also here look upon him that seeth me? You know, when Agar's child was uh, was crying, that was his Ishmael. When he was crying, you know, when they were on their journey in the des desert and there was no water, the Bible said the angel of the Lord appeared unto Agar and opened her eyes. And Agar saw a well of water. And from that well of water, Agar was able to give water to a crying baby. And Agar said, 
look at this God, this God that set me when I'm in affliction, this God that set me when my child was crying and there was no one that can help us. Look at this God that set me. I want you to know that no matter what you are going through right now, God sees what you are going through and he knows what he will do to bring you out of that affliction. I want to prophesy to somebody that this morning the Lord will take you out. Uh, because he's a God that can see. He will take you out. Out of that affliction. Out of that battle that you are fighting and you have not been able to overcome. This morning, the God that sees is going to take you out. In the name of Jesus. I said God will take you out. In the name of Jesus. I said God will take you out. In the name of Jesus. The book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 13. You know, when, when the writer of the Hebrew was speaking, he said, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Look at that. The Bible says there is no creature that is hidden before God. There is no creature that is hidden before God because he has a eyes that can see. The book of Proverbs chapter 15 verse 3. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are in every place. I want you to know that the eyes of the Lord are in every place place. And that's why you have to be conscious of that. You know, when you are in the secret, you have to be conscious of the fact that God can seize you. He knows what you are doing in your secret place because his eyes is in every place. Beholding the evil and the good. And Proverbs chapter 5 verse 21, the Bible says, for the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord and he pondereth all his goings. Look at that. The ways of every man is before the Lord. So don't think you can you can do anything in the secret. Don't think you can do anything and God will not know about it. This God that we serve is a God that have eyes that can see and that can ponder on our going. Now, the fact that God can see is a good thing. It's a good thing that we need to know. But look, you know, from this story that we read, the Bible says... The prophet warned king of Israel and said, The king of Syria is planning to attack you on so-so date. And make sure you don't pass through this way because the king of Syria knows where you always go through. He knows the road you always ride. And he warned the, he warned the king, he said, don't go through that way. Because on a particular date, the king of Syria is planning to attack you. And because this king of Israel was a prudent man, he obeyed what the servant of God told him. And that's why I just want to, I want to, I want to buttress on this point on prudence, prudence, because the father God sees is good. And because God sees, he can give us warnings, just like he gave to the king of Israel. He gave him warning. But if we are not prudent, if we are not prudent with the instructions of God, we may still be attacked by the enemies. If we are not prudent with the instruction of God, the enemy can still overpower us. And that's why quickly I want to, I want to give us some of the characteristics of the prudent. The characteristic of the prudence. Now, what, 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 when we talk about prudence, what does it mean to be prudent? What does it mean to be prudent? To be prudent means to be careful. To be careful. You know, when the warnings was given to the king of Israel, he was careful. He wasn't carefree. He didn't say, well, I'm the king, 
You know, I can do whatever I can do. I have authority to do whatever I can do. But because this king was prudent, he was able to follow the warnings given to him by the prophet. What does it mean to be prudent? To be prudent means to have a wise discernment. To have a wise discernment. Do you know there are some people, even though God will give them instruction, and they will still not obey that instruction because they, are, they don't have discernment. So, but to be prudent with the instruction and the warning of God, it means to have a wise discernment. What does it mean to be prudent? To be prudent means to avoid rash behavior or speech. To avoid rash behavior or speech. Do you know because some people are not prudent, they behave anyhow. And they will be telling you, well, God said he will protect me. But the fact that God says that he will protect you doesn't mean you should behave anyhow. Doesn't mean you should be carefree. You still need to be prudent. You still need to be prudent. To, to be prudent means to have good judgment of talent and resources. To have good judgment of talents and just what does it mean to be prudent again? To be prudent also means the showing of tactics and wisdom in our relationship with other people. The showing of tactics and wisdom in our relationship with other people. The book of Proverbs chapter 8 verse 12, the Bible says, I wisdom dwell with the prudence. Look at that. Even wisdom only abide with the prudence. And find out knowledge of witty inventions. I wisdom, I do it with the prudence. Because the prudence will make proper use of the instructions or the warnings that are given to them. They will make proper use of it. They will make proper use of it. Now, let me give us at least five characteristics of the prudence. First, when it comes to the prudence, the fourth characteristic of the prudence is that you know, the, 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 the prudence or prudence, you know, give us what is called discernment. It gives us the gift of discernment. And when we talk about discernment, discernment means the ability to judge well. The ability to judge between good and evil. The ability to judge between right and wrong. The ability to judge between light and darkness. That is discernment. Look of Proverbs chapter 14, verse 15. The Bible says, The simple believeth every word. Look at that. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh where to is going. The prudent man looketh where to is going. The prudent man looketh where to is going. Which means the prudent man don't the, the, you know, prudent man don't just act anyhow. A prudent man always walk by discernment. And that's why he will look where before he does anything. The book of Proverbs chapter 12 verse 16, the Bible says, A fool's rod is presently known, but a prudent man covereth shame. A prudent man covereth shame. They don't just act in a rashly manner. The, you know, the same book of Proverbs chapter 12 verse 16 in ZEV version CEV version, the Bible says, losing your temper is foolish. Ignoring an insult is smart. No, prudent, they ignore insult. When people talk anyhow to them, they don't just get upset and react in a, in a rash way. They, they, they ignore insult. They, are, they, are, they, they know how to act when people wrong them. That's what it means to be prudent. This same, in, in another translation, it says, fools quickly show that they are upset. 
But the wise or the prudent always ignore insult. Look at that. Look at that. If if any time people offend you, you always react very quickly. You always show to them that you are upset. It means you are not prudent. But the Bible says the prudent will always ignore insult. Which means when people even say something wrong against them, when people challenge them, when people insult them, they don't just react. They don't just react immediately and get upset. They control their emotion. They control their temper. You know, in, in another translation, it says, Fools have short fuses. Look at that. And explode all too quickly. But the prudent quietly shrunk off insults. Look at that. <laughs> the prudent quietly, you know, they quietly shun off insults. They don't get, they don't, they don't allow, you know, what other people say to determine how they respond. They respond according to the word of God, not according to their feeling. The book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 8, the Bible says, wisdom of the prudent is to understand his ways. Look at that. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, which means the prudent will not just do anything without having full information or full fact. Before they take any step, they have full fact and full information. They don't just do anything out of haste. But the folly of fool is deceit. Look at that. The folly of fool is deceit. You know, people who are fool, they are people that doesn't consider God. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter, four, I mean, in Psalm 14 verse 1, the Bible says the fool says this, uh, that there is no God. So those who are fool, they are the ones that will plan to do anything without getting God involved. But those who are prudent, they they, you know, they have understanding of their ways, you know, because they consult with God before they do anything. They consult with God before they take any steps. Now, the second characteristic of prudence is what I call foresight and caution. The prudent, they have what, what is called foresight. That is, they, they, can, they, they have a pre-information or a pre-knowledge about the future. They have foresight and caution. And because they have information about the future, they caution themselves. And this was what helped the king of Israel. Because ahead of time, even before the attack was launched against him, the prophet has warned him and said, Oh, ye king of Israel, there is, a, there, there, is a, there is a plan from the king of Syria to attack you on this road. And make sure you don't travel this road for the next one month. And the king of Israel said, Yes, sir. So, which means the king of Israel already have a foresight. And because of the foresight information he had, he was able to caution himself. He did not say, well, I'm just going to go anyway. You know, I'm the king. You know, I, I, will, just tra I will just travel by that road. But what I will do is this. I will make sure I have so many soldiers, so many army with me. So that even if the king of Syria want to attack me, the army will defend me. No, the king of Israel did not do that. What he simply did was to caution himself because of the, of, of the foresight that he already had about an impending attack against him. The book of Proverbs chapter 22 verse 3, the Bible says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil. Look at that. A prudent man foreseeth the evil. Do you know some of us, you know, maybe in our past relationship, maybe when we started dating somebody, we, we started seeing some warning signs, you know, that tells us that this is not the right person. But some of us, we just ignore the signals. We ignore the signal and say, you know what, it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe it will change. Maybe she will change. Maybe by the time I get to know her better, you know, maybe she will stop doing that. Maybe she will, he or she will stop doing this. 
But we already have the warning signs. Look at that. The Bible says, a prudent man foreseeth evil. So which means immediately a prudent man foreseeth the element of evil. What do they do? They hide themselves. They hide themselves. But the simple pass on and are punished. People that ignore warnings, people that ignore signs, people that ignore uh, warnings, the Bible says sometimes they just they, they pass on, which means they act without, you know, they, they, they act or they behave without considerations of the warning that has been given to them. And because of that, they are punished. I pray that God will take you out of every trap where you have been entrapped because you ignore warnings in the name of Jesus. Do you know many of us, we, we, many of us, some of the trouble that we went through in the past, we could have avoided it if we had paid attention to some of the warning signs that we saw, which we ignored, which we ignored. Do you know there are times some of us, maybe we want to go somewhere and then something will tell us, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't, this is not the right time to go. But because we ignored that warning signs, we went anyway and then we regretted it. And then we regretted it. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. The book of Amos chapter 5 verse 13, the Bible said, Therefore the prudent shall keep silence in that time, for it is an evil time. Look at that. When you are prudent, you will know when to keep, keep quiet. You will not just be talking anyhow or at any time. When you are prudent, you will know the time to keep quiet and the time to talk. Because sometimes when you talk at the wrong time, it may be a wrong time that may attract some attack into your life. The prudent. The prudent. So the prudent, they have foresight and caution. Then the third characteristic of prudence is wise use of knowledge. Wise use of knowledge. Which means any information or any knowledge they have, they use it wisely. When the king of Israel was told, don't travel, don't travel through that road because there is an impending danger against you on that road. Don't travel down through that road. The king of Israel make wise use of that knowledge. He made wise use of that information. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 23, the Bible says, A prudent man concealeth knowledge, but the heart of the fool poureth foolishness. Look at that. The heart of the fool poureth out foolishness, but the prudent concealeth knowledge. The prudent concealeth knowledge, which means the prudent make proper use of the knowledge they have. Knowledge they have about their job, they make proper use of it. Knowledge they have about, you know, things they want to do, they, they make use of it. Look at the, the, same, uh, uh, the same verse in another translation, it says, Smart people don't tell everything they know, but fools tell everything and show that they are fools. Do you know sometimes to be quiet is one of the ways to show that we are wise and we are prudent? It's not at all the time that we, we tell people about what we are planning to do. We need to, we need to apply caution. Another translation says, A wise person keeps what he knows to himself. Look at that. But a foolish person shows how foolish he is. Because those who are prudent, they make wise use of their knowledge. They make wise use of their knowledge. I pray God will give us understanding in Jesus' name. The book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 18, the Bible says, The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. Because they know how to use knowledge, they keep getting more knowledge. They keep getting more knowledge. Then the fourth classes of prudence is what I call wise speech. 
wise speech. The book of Proverbs chapter 21 verse 23, the Bible says, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. Look at that. <laughs> Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. Do you know, you know, in, in, in the book of Mark chapter 6 and Matthew chapter 14, you know, one of the things that put John the Baptist in trouble was his mouth. You know, he, he, when he saw that King Herod took the, the wife of his brother, uh, the Herodians, you know, the Bible says John the Baptist, uh, you know, he criticized Herod. He criticized error and said, "Why, why, 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 why will you, you know, why will you, you know, snatch the wife of your of your of your brother and kill him?" And because of that, the Bible says, "Herod have it in mind to kill John." Even Herodians, Herodians, you know, you know, she she picked quarrel with John the Baptist for accusing her husband, you know, for snatching her from his brother's Philip from his from his brother. So they, 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 you know, the two of them, they pick Corey against John. And eventually they kill John. They ask for, the, 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 the daughter of the Herodians ask for the head of John the Baptist. And John the Baptist was killed. You know, I didn't mean that John the Baptist applied prudency. And knows when to talk. And knows who to talk to. He could have avoided that death. The book of Psalm 39 verse 1, the Bible says, I said that I will take it to my ways. This is what the prudence do. They take it to their ways. They consider their ways before they do anything. I said I will take it to my ways, which means they consider the warnings. The warning signals they, they see, they consider it. They don't just ignore any warning signals before they do anything. I said, I will take it to my way that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. This is what the psalmist said. He said, I will make sure I guide the use of my mouth so that when the, when the, when the wicked is before me, I don't say things that the wicked will use against me. Do you know there are some of us, some of the battles we are, we are fighting right now is as a result of what we have said with our mouth in the presence of wicked people. And that's what they are now using to fight against us. I pray that God will deliver us from such a battle this morning. In the name of Jesus. And then the fifth characteristic of prudence is what I call teachable spirit. That king of Israel was a king, though he was a king in authority and in power, but he still has a teachable spirit. When prophet Elisha warned him and said, don't travel that road, the king was teachable. He didn't argue with the prophet. He didn't say, well, I'm the king. I'm the one in authority. You know, I have so many soldiers that, that, that always go with me to anywhere I'm going. They, they are enough, you know, to protect me from the king of Syria. He didn't do that because he has a teachable spirit. I want us to know that God only teaches those who are humble. And those who are teachable. God only leads those who are humble and those who are teachable. If you are proud in spirit, if you are proud in your heart, if you are, you are, if you are Mr. Know-it-all, if you are Mrs. Know-it-all, I want you to know that you will never enjoy the guidance from God. God only guide, God only lead those who are teachable. The book of Proverbs chapter 15 verse 5, the Bible says, A fool despised his father's instruction, 
But he that regarded reproof is prudent. He that regarded reproof is prudent. The book of Psalm 32, Psalm 32, verse 8. Psalm 32, verse 8. The Bible says, How we instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. How we guide you with my eyes. This is the promise of God to those who are prudent. Because those who are prudent, they will always apply the instruction given to them by God. They will apply it. <laughs> Do not the, 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 One of the reasons why the, the army of the Egyptians were destroyed in the Red Sea was because they were not prudent. They were not prudent. Let me show it to us in Hebrew chapter 11 verse 29. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 29. The Bible says, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Look at that. This was the children of Israel you know, when God instructed Moses in Exodus chapter 14 to raise his rod and point it toward the sea and he, you know, and God commanded Moses to, what, to divide the Red Sea. The Bible says after the Red Sea was divided and the children of Israel, they started going on the dry land, the Egyptians hamid follow after them. They follow after them. Well, the Egyptian army must have said, well, we will make sure we follow after this Israelite and kill all of them and get back all our golden jewelries that they took from us. And look at what happened. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by the dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. The Egyptians did not understand the secret. They didn't know. They didn't know, you know, what covenants the children of Israel have with God. They didn't understand that. But because they saw the children of Israel doing it, and they said, you know what? If those slaves can do it, if they can cross the Red Sea, we too can cross the Red Sea. And the Bible says, <laughs> because they were not prudent enough, they followed after the Israelites, and they were drowned. I pray for somebody this morning, every stubborn pursuer that said that they want to follow you to the end of your life. This morning, God will make them to be drowned. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you and say, God will break their back. They will be drowned in the Red Sea. In the name of Jesus, the prudent have teachable spirit. Teachable spirit, whatever instruction God gives to them, whether it is difficult, whether it is simple, they obey it. Even sometimes when they don't understand, they obey. Look at look at look at Abraham in Genesis chapter twelve. Genesis chapter twelve. You know the Bible says, "Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you.'" This was God speaking to Abraham. Abraham did not have any GPS. God just show up one day and say, "Abraham, get out of your family, get out of, from your father's house and from your country onto a land that I will show you." So, which means there was no the God didn't give him the full information. The address of where he was going was not given to Abraham. And look at verse two: "And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed." Look at verse four. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed from Aran. Look at that, not knowing. Not having the full address. God just showed, told him, get out and be going. As you are going, I will show you. And I want us to know this, that sometimes God will ask us to do something that we don't have full knowledge about. But what we need to do is to just obey. Sometimes God will tell us to do something that he has not told any other person before. 
And whenever God speaks to us to do such a thing, we just need to obey. And that is what will make us to be prudent. Even sometimes God will tell us to do something very difficult. Something very difficult. You know, it was a difficult thing that God told Abraham to do. But because Abraham was prudent, because Abraham had a teachable spirit, he followed the instruction of God. I'm praying for somebody this morning that God will give you a teachable spirit to follow the instruction of God for your life. In the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We are going to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to be more prudent. Give me a teachable spirit. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray that prayer. Lord, help us to be more prudent. Give us a teachable spirit. In the name of Jesus, give us a teachable spirit to follow your instruction, to follow your orders for our life. In the mighty name of Jesus, give us a teachable spirit, oh God. Help us to be more prudent. Help us to be in the name of Jesus, help us to be watchful. Help us to, 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 to be able to use our, our wisdom in the right way. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me the gift of designing of spirit. Designing of the spirit. To know between good and evil. Between right and wrong. Between light and the dark. In the name of Jesus. Lord, this morning, give me. Give me the gift of discerning of the spirit. I want you to know that one of the characteristics of the prudent is that they have discernment. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, this morning, give me the gift of discerning of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. God wants to give you that gift. The gift of discerning of the spirit. Lord, give it to us this morning. In the name of Jesus. Makuda Basile, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, give unto us the gift of the sign of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Rabata, so that we will not walk into the trap of the of the enemy, so that we will know the difference between the light and the darkness, so that we will know the difference between the good and the bad. In the name of Jesus, Malika Basuda, the gift of the sign of the Spirit. Lord, we pray that this morning you will give us that gift in the name of Jesus. Jesus, so that when we fight our battle, we will fight according to your plans. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, anywhere every people are plotting against me, let them be scattered by the fire of judgment. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The Bible says the king of Syria was plotting against the king of Israel to destroy him. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, anywhere demons are plotting against my family, anywhere demonic agents are plotting evil against my children, if we against my ministry, Lord, this morning scatter them by the fire of judgment. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, let them be scattered. Let them be scattered by the fire of judgment. In the name of Jesus, anywhere demonic agent, anywhere demonic, demonic spirit, anywhere evil people are plotting against us. Father, we pray this morning that you will scatter them by the fire of judgment. In the name of Jesus, Lord, do not allow 
them to fulfill their purpose. Do not allow them to fulfill or to execute their plans. In the name of Jesus, anywhere they are gathered together, plotting evil against our career, plotting evil against our ministry, plotting evil against our business, let them be scattered by the fire of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you this morning. Anywhere evil people are gathered together, plotting evil against you, the Lord will scatter them. In the name of Jesus, the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 9, the Bible says, Associate yourselves, O ye people, and you shall be broken in pieces. Anywhere demonic agents are gathered together because of your family, because of your career, because of your ministry. I pray this morning that the Lord will scatter them by the fire of divine judgment. In the name of Jesus, the wicked will not execute their plans against you. In the name of Jesus, I want you to open your mouth. We are going to pray the next prayer point and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let the army of the wicked plotting and ganging up to arrest me be arrested. Every armies of the wicked be ganging up to arrest me. Let them be arrested. Let them be arrested. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Arrest all my arresters. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Let the armies of the wicked people ganging up to arrest me. Ganging up to arrest my destiny. Ganging up to arrest my business. Ganging up to arrest my children. Let them be arrested. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost. Arrest all my arresters. In the name of Jesus, the armies of the wicked, the armies of the kingdom of darkness, ganging up to arrest me this morning. Let them be arrested. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. That sister, pray that prayer. That brother, pray that prayer. That every gang up against you to arrest you. I want you to pray and say, Father, let those demonic agents be arrested. In the name of Jesus, arrest them. Arrest them. Arrest them. Arrest them. The gang up of the wicked against me. Let them be arrested. Let the armies of the wicked ganging up against my family be arrested in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed I want you to pray and say Father Lord let your light reveal every plans of the enemies against my career against my ministry against my business in the name of Jesus the light of revelation that will expose the wicked that will expose their plan let that light shine open your mouth open your mouth open your mouth let your light shine in the name of Jesus the light that will expose every plans of the wicked the light that will expose every plot of the wicked against my career against my children against my ministry let that light shine in the name of Jesus, let the wicked be exposed by your light of revelation. In the name of Jesus, oh God, expose them, expose them and their evil works. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, anybody consulting the covens of darkness because of me, in the name of Jesus, deal with them. That was what the king of Syria did. The Bible said the king of Syria consulted with his servants and said, who is this uh, prophet? Who is revealing our secret to the king of Israel? And I want you to know sometimes when you pray some dangerous prayers, there might be reactions from the kingdom of darkness. They may want to find out about you. 
And that's why sometimes the enemies, they will go to the covens of darkness to go and find out about you. I want you to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, anyone or any power consulting the covens of darkness because of me, let them be dealt with by your power in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Oh God, fight against them. Anyone plotting evil against me, anyone consulting the covens of darkness because of me, Lord, deal with them in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Makuda Basidia. Anyone consulting with evil people. Anyone consulting with the powers of darkness. Anyone consulting the covens of darkness. Because of us. Father Lord, deal with them. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, deal with them. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. Do not Elisha because Elisha was the man of God that God used to reveal the secret. That was why the king of Syria wanted to kill him. He sent the whole army of his kingdom to go and arrest Elisha. I want you to know, sometimes because you are a child of God, you know, there are some battles that may rise up against you. Because you are making impact. You are, you, are, you, are, you are praying some dangerous prayer that is affecting the kingdom of darkness. And that's, that will lead us to the next prayer point. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every battle that I'm fighting, because I am your child, because I am your servant, let that battle be dominated. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masakatali kapa, eliakapa kudaba. Any battle that we are fighting, any battle that we are fighting, because we are your servant, because we are your child. Father, this morning, fight that battle against, fight that battle, fight that battle, terminate that battle, terminate that battle. Lord, put to an end that battle in the name of Jesus. Any power, any agent, any demon rising up to fight us because we are your children, because we are your servant. Father, this morning we pray that you will fight against those power in the name of Jesus. Let them be crushed. Let them be destroyed. Open your mouth. That sister, pray that prayer. Be bold about it. That this morning God will fight against every power fighting against you because you are a child of God. Every power fighting against you because you are a servant of God. Oh God, rise up and fight against them. Let them be destroyed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And finally, you are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go in the journey of this week, let your spirit feed me afresh. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, guide me in the journey of this week. I refuse to enter into error. I refuse to, I refuse to enter into any mistake. In the name of Jesus, direct me to where my blessings are. Direct my blessings to me. Direct my purpose of destiny to me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, open the doors of opportunity unto me this week. In the name of Jesus, Lord, oh God, help me to walk in dominion over powers of darkness, over death, over sickness, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as I go out in the journey of this week, let me be marked with the blood of Jesus for protection and for preservation. In the name of Jesus, provide for all my needs. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that as you go in the journey of this week, the Lord will go with you. In the name of Jesus, every enemy plotting evil against you, in the journey of this week, the Lord will fight against them. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. You will return with testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus, everything that concerns you in this week, the Lord will perfect it. In the name of Jesus, I pray for those who are sick, be healed. In the name of Jesus, 
I pray for those who are expecting any good thing in this week. Receive that package now. In the name of Jesus, all your blessing will be released. In the name of Jesus, you will not miss any of your blessing in this new week. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will go before you to level every mountain of opposition. In the name of Jesus, in this week, receive the favor of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you and your family. The eyes of the Lord will guide you into your blessing. In this week, in the name of Jesus, I command the wicked to bow before you. I command every opposition to be removed out of your way. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. The Lord will make things to be easier for you. The Lord will support you. The Lord will bless the work of your hands in this week. In the name of Jesus, the light of God will shine upon you. No secret of the enemy will be exposed before you in this week. In the name of Jesus, anytime you go to sleep, the Lord will reveal the secret of the wicked to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for the spirit of prudence, the spirit of prudence. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because of answer our prayer. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. One more time. First, it was fragrance. Let somebody shout hallelujah. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Asha. <laughs> this is how you win your battle. Roll, let's go. Tell your neighbor, say, give me space, give me space, give me space.
This is our way, win, win, this is our way, the smoke of my world. 